Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Roxy Soxy. Good morning, Tam Tam. Oh, my lord, we're in quarantine. It is number <laughs> week, week 423. Oh, my god. How is this? This is the third week, and this is the week that is totally getting to me. Like, I was kind of okay the first two weeks. The first week, I was drunk. Right, right. The second week. <laughs> You're like, let's be real. I was drunk. I was drunk the first week. The second week, I sobered up and was like dealing. The third week, this third week now, it has really set in. And the fact that I know that like this isn't ending anytime soon. And it's like just the mundane boringness, you know, but still being busy, but boring. Yeah, definitely. You're, You're bored and busy. And it's this weird thing because for me, I'm trying not to look at the news because I realize that for people's mental state, I mean, I do look at it every couple days, but it's just so horrific what's going on that I just don't think my heart can take it. I really don't. Like, I feel like my heart is broken mm-hmm. that when I see images of body bags, which they're out there. I mean, you even sent me a video and I sent someone else a video. It's like, there's so many bodies like in hospitals, in bags. I just don't know if I want to see that, you know? And it's so overwhelmingly sad that it's like, I just, I don't want to focus on that. And then I'm trying to be happy at home, but it's like, I don't know if I'm having a good time or if I'm like depressed and I'm in denial. (laughs) Right? Yeah. It's true. Yeah. So it's just, I feel like it's heartbreaking and then I'm, I just don't know. I don't know how to feel, you know, it's all very confusing. No one's ever really been through a pandemic. No, this is like uncharted territory. And it's really hard to, because you know, we have young children. Um, we both have, you know, five, six-year-olds. And then, of course, you have a one-year-old. Mm-hmm. And I'm just wondering, I'm wondering, like, from a mom or, like, a parent perspective, is it worse to have kids our age versus, like, the older kids? Or is it, right? right? Like, is it? Yeah, it's like they can't really – my daughter doesn't really process it. She actually told me that she likes the virus because she gets to spend more time with mommy and daddy. So I don't think Aww. she's really processing. Yeah, it's so That's super cute. Yeah. But – but I'm like, you're probably not going to like the virus if this goes on for another year. <laughs> of quarantine. Yeah, of quarantine with your mother and father. Yeah. And then I'm so guilty about the screen time. Because like in the I beginning, know. I was like, oh, there was no screen time because it was all fun. Well, and we were like cooking all the time. And like I said, making cookies and dancing and having dance parties and going for walks. And now I'm just like, 
exhausted and I just, I'm trying to work. In the beginning, I liked the fact that no one was working because it was like, this is kind of like a, a relaxing experience being at mm -hmm. home in quarantine. And now I realize that now that we're kind of back to work, how do you work and also take care of kids at the same time and homeschool? It's just like, you can't do it. You can't do it all. No, you can't do it all. And can I tell you the trajectory of the meals we've eaten? The first week I was <laughs> yes. like opening cookbooks and like yes. going on the internet being like, I'm going to be like the new Barefoot Contessa. Yes. Week, that was week one while I was still yeah. drunk. Week yeah. two sobered up and I'm like, okay, I guess I'll go to my staples, like the roast chicken yeah. and like the yeah. pasta. And the the soup, yeah. Week three, I am like, what the fuck are we going to eat? I'm like, beans and rice, everybody? Tuna can. <laughs> Seriously. She was like, do you want a tuna again for lunch? And I was like, I don't really eat meat. Eat, but I guess it's all we got because I don't want to go to the, I don't want to go to the supermarket, you know? No, no. So, uh, oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say like the supermarket is going to the supermarket is such a thing that, mm -hmm. you know, Sean goes with a mask and gloves and these are masks that we've had in the house because my mom is like a germaphobe. So she had masks back when we all got sick like a year ago. So we have like old masks, uh -huh. just a couple of them, like enough probably to go to the supermarket. So he puts it on, he puts the gloves on, he gets to the door when he gets back, then he has to, then he takes his clothes off, then he goes for a shower, then he gets in these new clothes to the, uh, with gloves on to get the groceries inside, then he leaves them outside for probably like 24 hours and he sprays them them. Then he like washes them with soap and water because all the reports are like, you can get it on your cucumber. It can like fall yeah. in the air. It can. So like everything I think has it. So now I'm just totally overwhelmed and being a hypochondria, but hypochondriac, but maybe I should be, I don't know. Well, you know what too, what I'm also like kind of afraid of is we're using all these chemicals and cleaners on everything to like clean our food and like right. our houses and everything. Are we going to get sick from those, you know, chemicals? Probably. And so, like, probably. growing three heads and, like, yes. having these diseases? and Yes, probably. Oh, my God. What are we going to do? We have to, like, come up with some, like, more natural or something more, like, a little bit, like, environmentally friendly to, like, try yes. to get our stuff together. But it's so scary. And, like, I don't know about, like, you were saying Sean goes to grocery store. Like, in our house, David is also that person because like, we've appointed one person to be, like, the grocery store runner. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I'm like, and that's what my, you know, my sister lives in Barcelona and that's what they do in Spain. Like they okay. appoint one person to be the person who leaves the house. So if somebody, if that person gets sick, it's easier to track. I feel bad if you're the runner. <laughs> I know. Who gets the that job? The runner gets screwed. It's, it's, yeah. It's, who gets yeah. that job? It's like going out into like the field of fire and like, you know, know. David's like, he like said the other night, he's like, I guess I'm going to go hunt, hunt and gather again. I'm like, I know. I'm like, be well. <laughs> We've never, and I said this, I was going on a hike yesterday with Sean and I was like, I've never said this before, but like, it's interesting to be alive at this time because we've been through so much. You've been through, I mean, I've been through 9-11. I've been through a pandemic. I've been, there's so much that's been going on in my lifetime that I never thought I'd ever go through. Mm -hmm. So it's just a very interesting time to be alive. Like to be able to say in 10 years, uh, we went through, hopefully knock on wood, we mm -hmm. got through a pandemic, pandemic is just right? so it's, it's just mind boggling. But I realize also the economy, which I read, mm -hmm. In the Great Depression, the economy took time for everything to slowly, you know, go downhill. Right. Now it's happened in three weeks. I mean, this, that's what scares me a lot. Too, yeah. Because I feel like 
we're headed for like a very big depression, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. and will we, I mean, how long will it take to get out of that? You know, the way the markets are tumbling and like yeah. the things that are happening and like everyone's scared, like people aren't, you know, spending money rightfully so. And, you know, people are losing their jobs they're getting furloughed, mm-hmm. they're getting laid off. Like mm-hmm. people, some people cannot feed themselves, you know, and it's really, really scary. It's so scary. And also you think that it's not going to affect you. You're like, well, it's not going to affect me because we saved, or it's not going to affect me because we're free freelancers, or it's not going to affect me because, you know, whatever you think, you always put yourself in that sort of weird denial in the beginning. And then it starts to affect you. Like it's even affected you and I in some way, like, you know, it starts, there's things that happen. You go, wow, I'm not immune to it. You know, we kind of think that we are, and we're, we're going to have to all band together for this to be over. It's the it's the first time that the entire world has to come together. I yeah. believe it's the first time. It's, we cannot be. It's not about race. It's not about religion. It's not about how much money you have. It's not about your celebrity status. We all need to save each other's lives, and this is it. Yeah, this like is if it. we this don't is- come together, yeah, we're gonna mm-hmm. come together. We're gonna die. Yeah, it, this is literally our biggest test. And it's mm-hmm. like, it actually couldn't have come at a more interesting point right. in time. Right, needed time almost. Right, right, to really like make us examine things. And I personally, I think too, like with like the technology that we have and we're so like into our phones and like, what what are we doing? Like personally, it's like me, me, me and like this and that. Mm-hmm. Like this is like a, like a big wake up call to be like, slow the fuck down, like really reevaluate, check yourself. Like it's almost like forcing you to look at all these things, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I think, yeah. Right. It's like at the time, like things are like changing. And I think hopefully this will be a positive at some point will be a positive change, you know, like that, we really did take the time to like reevaluate and like look at things and hopefully mm-hmm. change for the better, you know? Yeah. It's funny because they say global warming. I mean, the pollution has gone down dramatically. And even in California, when I used to walk up the hill just near my house, you'd see the whole, the whole street would be like caked in this weird yellow haze because of all mm-hmm. the pollution that was coming down from the city. Mm-hmm. And now it's completely clear. It's, and it's so incredible that because humans have are not overdoing their consumption, mm-hmm. it's like the world is is thanking us for it in a way. Right. You know? Right. It is. It's like it's like a dichotomy almost. It's like the mm-hmm. good and the bad, right? It's mm-hmm. like we're seeing all these awful, horrific things on the news and the people who are getting sick and dying. But then you're right, you walk outside and it's like the air is clear and it's like you can see the skyline and mm-hmm. you feel like you're breathing in filtered fresh air because you're through your right. mask. <laughs> but at least it's like, you know, you feel like, it, like it, strangely enough, like there could be some positive in this, you know. There's always positives. And I wake up every morning and I go, you know, I, my brain normally goes to the anxious thought. I've always been like that. Mm -hmm. And it's weird because my therapist is like, you know, when you're doing really well and everything's good, you almost make yourself stress out because you're Mm -hmm. like, oh, this can't, this can't be, this can't be good because there must be something else going on. So I wake up every morning and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to choose compassion and empathy, kindness and love and laughter it's funny because on my Instagram, I was doing TikTok videos and there was one comment that said, turn off TikTok, people are dying. It was such an interesting comment. I didn't take it, you know, Brene Brown, who I talk about all the time said, 
careful to take advice from people who aren't in the ring fighting. You know, there's a direct quote and I'll, I'll actually tell you the quote in a bit. Um, it's such an incredible quote, but that's why people's opinions don't really affect me that much because I don't feel, I feel like we're getting out there and we're putting ourselves in a position where people can pull us down. And when, if, if you're not doing that, then it's hard for you to comment. Yeah. But my point is without laughter in dark times, we don't have anything we need to inject. There's a difference between in being insensitive about mm-hmm. a situation and then injecting levity in a dark time about something completely different mm-hmm. because laughter connects us in so many ways and also reduces stress and tension and depression. And I think we need that. Yeah. We need laughter. We need to find, and maybe this sort of like forced quarantine will help us to find that. Like we're forced to go back to the basics and like mm-hmm. just be with each other. And d- sure we can use technology in some ways, but we're really like, you have to work on your relationships. Like when you are in quarantine with people and like, mm-hmm. hopefully you can find the positive in that and like find the laughter. I mean, I'm not going to lie. There's definitely been some homicidal thoughts that have gone through my head <laughs> with my husband, <laughs> but, but uh, you know, we're trying We're it's a struggle though. I mean, it's not easy being quarantined with somebody mm-hmm. like, you know, I mean, no matter how close you are or not, or this and that, it's just, it's hard because you are in each other's grills 24 yes. seven. Yes. And how then you throw the children. Yeah. What are some good ways you've thought to deal with that? To, like The problem is Sean and I, like I said to him the other day, I was like, mm-hmm. we fought every single day for like eight days, mm-hmm. but our fights are like about nothing mm-hmm. and they're quick. So I just have to tell myself that's a good thing. Right. Today we fought about earphones. <laughs> And the fact that I was so angry, I said, I go, hey, you know, I'm going to leave to go for my run. And I like to listen to my podcast, my self-help podcast. Mm -hmm. I'm like, can I borrow your earphones? And he was like, sure. I'd asked him yesterday and I said, great. And he said, you know, just don't lose them. I'm like, okay, I won't lose them. Because sometimes I get overwhelmed and I lose things and I get it and I can do better with that. And I was like, sure, don't lose them. So then he hands me these earphones that I asked about last week that he said he didn't have. So I was like, did you lie to me and say you didn't have those earphones? He's like, no, I I didn't understand what you were asking for. So back in, so for me, I was like, you're, you don't care about me enough to give me your fucking ears. See how stupid it is? Because you have to. You didn't, care me, you didn't care about me enough to give me your earphones. And I like felt like you you were coveting something and being mm-hmm. greedy and selfish. And he was like, things matter to me. I feel like you're not, you're being kind of selfish when you lose my shit. That's kind of the point of the conversation, uh, which took me running for an hour and wanting to punch a wall and him like being <laughs> moody inside to realize that like we're both, kind of, it's a kind of a miscommunication. He didn't really lie to me, but he, yeah. he like, I don't like it when you lose my shit. And I shouldn't have said like, stop coveting things. So, it's just that's what we fought about, which is ridiculous. It's not even big, yeah. you know, but it's just we're stuck. Yeah, no, I hear you. But you know what? Okay, this is only because we, David and I have the exact opposite relationship in that regard. He loses everything. And so, I, see, so, okay, this is why I kind of get it. Understand, just, I, I kind of get it because, his because I do, I don't say it out of a malicious way with David, but like he'll ask to borrow something like that I literally, I would like lose my shit if he ever lost. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I don't 
don't have any more of that. Or it's like, it's gone. Like I already used it up. And meanwhile, I have like a bad wife. Yes. 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 And he's very, he's very, he's very wasteful too with things that I like deem very precious. That's like, me. Is that you? No, but it's not mean because look. No, I, that's me. That's me. Not oh, is me. it you? Oh, me. God, that's God. so me. Yeah. No, but see, here's the thing. It's like I get the special hot sauce from my favorite restaurant back home in Dallas. I <laughs> hot sauce. ration it. Yes. Oh, my God. I ration it. And I go, David, I am the only one that's allowed to pour this. And then I hide jars around the house because I know he's going to take the fucking hot sauce and, <laughs> and just yeah. dump it. And he'll, like, leave, like, half of the bowl and, like, throw it away. I'm like, are you kidding me? That's, that's like, my like, oh, hot sauce. That's my Did you hot tell sauce. him? Are you like, it's mine and I don't want you to waste it? Well, now – I just kind of pretend like we don't have any more. And then like a magic bottle reappears. <laughs> I'm like, what I'm like He's like, where is your stash? I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, I have like a PayPal. That? So it's weird. We, we both have all our money is the same. It's been like that for like a decade, mm-hmm. but I have this PayPal. If I ever sell stuff on PayPal and like, I have like my own little PayPal account. <laughs> John's always like, what's in your PayPal account? I'm like, I'm not going to tell you. And he's like, just tell me what's in there. I'm like, I'm not going to tell you. It's my stuff that I sold. And it's weird because when you're married, everything is shared, right? Yeah. So like all our bank, like since we met, so we've been together for 13 years, we shared, I'm just not like that. We shared money from the second we met. Mm-hmm. So it's like, he, we had a joint account. He put his money in, I put my money in. But now like, I like to have like my little Stash, thing. right? Yeah, yeah. That's like if I want to like buy some face cream or whatever. Yes. He wouldn't tell me no anyway. And it's not like I have to lie to be behind his back, but I like having a few things that are mine. Yes. And it's also like you have that ownership too. It's kind of like, mm-hmm. okay, like this is my little like yeah. right here, you know? Yeah. Um, but what are some like, okay, what are some good tips that you found to kind of get through? Now we're in week three of this quarantine dealing specifically with the husband, like, and trying to like avoid fights or like trying to like be better. Like what's, it's hard because we're stressed. So mm-hmm. when something is a pressure cooker and you feel like it's boiling and another person gets in your way, it's hard not to explode. Right. My advice is to walk like a walk away. Yeah. You want to get in it with each other, but that's not the answer. The answer is to walk away. And so I just go for a run. Okay. Just to like but get away. A, yeah. Just to get away for a bit for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I found that like alcohol. <laughs> like, yeah, so I just drink I mean, tequila. That's I always drink, a good. Should I, should I drink tonight. I think tonight's a night. Friday night, girl. Friday night. Yeah, it's been three months. Like, we can like to. zoom it too. You can like do it with me, so we can like have our te- matching tequilas. That'd be um, so good. Yeah. Keep going. No, but, so for me, like what I've noticed, and I didn't actually realize too how like easy of a change it is to do in your head, mm-hmm. but. I just kind of change my mentality about it. Like I say to myself, okay, hold up. Like, don't jump on him for this. You know, like take a step back. Whereas before, I think when you have the freedom to like leave the house and go places, Mm -hmm. you know, you can, you can have that like fight about something stupid and then like goes, you know, and you go, he goes to work or whatever. And you got the day like away. But in this situation, you, there is no escape. So like for me, it's just remembering to sort of change that mental mm-hmm. like thing in my head. Good. So right? evolve, Roxy. So, I'm like this shit. It's what is happening? Become, it's making me become so self introspective. I'm I like, no, you're evolving. <laughs> just call me Roxy Brown. 
Roxy, the girl who likes to go out all the time. Like, she's a Take a breath. Don't make it about me. It's amazing. Look, this has been a good thing for you. I know. See, and it's funny because you said this to me and a couple other girlfriends said, I don't know how you're going to handle this quarantine situation. I mean, it's kind of like, yeah. I mean, I I see why you guys said that. But I don't know. I see it. I see see it. I got it. I got it. I got it. But yeah, it's kind of forced me to do some uh, some vulnerability work, you know? It's really hard to be vulnerable. It's hard. I hate it, Tamman. I hate it. But how yeah. can you make the other person be vulnerable if they're not being vulnerable and you are? I realize that I made everything about Sean. Mm-hmm. So I just have to realize that I just have to realize that it's not about me all the time. Like maybe Sean's hurting or maybe Sean feels fearful or maybe Sean doesn't want to be vulnerable. It's not always about my thoughts and feelings. And so it's hard to do because vulnerability is really standing in the storm and saying, I empathize with you Mm -hmm. and I'm wrong in a way. Like I can be better. Mm -hmm. And that's vulnerable. That's like standing there naked saying, look at my flaws. Mm -hmm. I have issues and I'm going to try to do better. And it's so hard to move towards someone when your ego and your id is like, me, 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 me. It's like, don't know, you know, I'm the most important person in the room. I am the most important, like I have the most important things to say, fuck you. I don't like you in your head. Right. Right. But that's not evolving. That's just like, you're not getting anywhere. You're not connecting. You're just like two loggerheads, like two trucks, like bulldozing into each other and there's there's no communication yeah it's true it's true so if they're not being vulnerable just continue being vulnerable yourself is he not vulnerable i feel like he there's points when he's vulnerable we're never on the same vulnerability page i feel like if that makes sense like we're not being vulnerable at the same time it's either like maybe a little bit of me maybe a little bit of him you know what you're supposed to say is so when you did X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. when you took my hot sauce, it made me feel, yeah, and you used it, it made me feel upset and angry mm-hmm. because I felt like I, always use I, because mm-hmm. I felt like you didn't care about my feelings and mm-hmm. that made me feel sad. Mm-hmm. So I became angry because I was hurt. Uh, so next time when you see the hot sauce, I would like you to take me into consideration and maybe not use as much or let me know that you're using it so I feel like you can see and hear what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so when someone gets approached like that, they go, huh, I can understand where that's coming from. I'll do better. But mm-hmm. when it's just like, don't do this, why would you do this? It's just so much blame that gets put on someone's plate mm-hmm. that they just, they deflect and they feel guilty. And so they just, they go back at you. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a defense mechanism. Of course. It's, it's, uh, it's defense mechanisms are just our egos trying to like put our hands up. They're just like, what about me? We all live yeah. through our egos and they, they call it your id, mm-hmm. which is another form of your ego. And it's like, it's, it's, it's just, it's, it speaks louder than the truth. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the problem. And I realized that we all think that everyone has these perfect relationships and everyone's fucking struggling and everyone has their own coping mechanisms and some are alcohol and some are 
fighting and some are drugs, which is not great. And some are overeating and some are work. Work Mm -hmm. can be a huge distraction for people. Mm -hmm. Um, And some are just being so into either religious things or spiritual things to also not try to deal with certain Mm -hmm. things. I'm not saying that that's bad. I, we have, you know, we follow a certain religion and I'm, but sometimes when it becomes so much, I think Mm -hmm. it is, can be a deflecting Mm -hmm. thing. So I don't know. I, um, that's just my thoughts. They they can be right. They can be wrong. Everyone has an opinion like assholes. Um, Yeah. (laughs) You don't have an asshole. (laughs) And I might be wrong and I'm totally fine to be wrong, but I do think that, you know, it's, people are worried about being vulnerable. So we use other things. Yeah. So we use other things to deflect. So how are we going to deflect for week four in this quarantine? It's been hard. It's hard, right? It's hard, but then like I I, t- I also feel guilty for saying that because mm-hmm. when you say it's hard, it's like in a way you're saying that you don't feel devastated for that, what like how hard it could be. Right. And that's something else. Oh my God, I should just be a spokesperson for Brene Brown says. It says, be careful not to compare your pain with other people's. Mm-hmm. Everyone's pain is validated. So if I feel upset or in pain about something and someone else is going through worse pain, that doesn't mean I can't feel my own pain. Right. Because then you're losing empathy. You can say that person's going through something horrific. Mm-hmm. I'm going through my own pain. We can empathize with each other and it's okay to not compare those two. Yeah. It's okay. it's, yeah. Because then it's saying like your pain doesn't mean anything. Right. And you everyone's know? pain's valid. I mean, some people are going through, like you're saying, way worse things. Way but... worse things that I would never want to go through. Right, right. It doesn't mean your pain is not valid as well. Right, because you have to be able to like see everyone. You have to have that feel, that feeling, that empathy for everybody. Yeah. Right? It's like saying when people go, oh, you broke a leg, but I broke two. Mm. So don't be upset that you broke one because I broke two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you can't tell someone not to feel like when people have depression, which I've personally never been through a deep depression. I've been through mm-hmm. moments of depression, but not mm-hmm. deep depression. You can't tell someone will just get over it because other things are happening in the world. Right. That's their own pain to deal with. Right. Right. What's the best way to deal with that? Like, just so- you just don't, you, you, you can accept that you're struggling and give yourself grace. It's like, I'm allowed to feel like this is difficult. And I'm also like allowed to empathize with other people mm-hmm. who are going through so much as well. I can have empathy for them and devastation and heartbreak for them. And mm-hmm. I can also, be, I can also have grace for myself. Yeah. And you can, right. You can let yourself feel, mm-hmm. let yourself feel, you know, it's like, when did we put all these like markers on, you know, you, you, you can only feel this at this time. Mm-hmm. You can't do this. You should be this. You sh- like, I don't know when as a society we're like, well, you've got a lot of like, like, well, you've got a lot of money, so you should be happy. Well, a lot of people who've got a lot of money aren't yeah. happy. Right. right? Yeah. Or you've got your health, so you should be happy. But what if some, what if that person who's got their health lost a loved one? Like right. it's, you know, it's, and you never know what other people are going through. That's never. the thing, right? Never. It could be somebody could look completely rosy and like peachy on the outside, but like inside could be completely torn up and like dealing with shit that we don't even know, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's crazy. We're just trying to get through this day by day. I'm sure like our listeners too. Oh my God, let us know. Like, let us know how you're doing in this quarantine. Yes. We'd we love to know. know. Yeah. Reach out to us. And I think next time we should have a husband's on. What do you think? Yeah, that could be a fun one. 
That could be a fun one. Have our husbands on. We have some great guests coming on. Yes. Um, and I know today was short and sweet, but I think our time is up pretty soon. Yeah, it is. It is. According to Zoom. <laughs> according to Zoom, our time is up. So we, we're we going to upgrade <laughs> next time. <laughs> we'll have the upgraded package the next time you listen. Yeah. So you'll listen to us for a good hour and a half next time. I'm sorry it was so short and sweet, but we've got a lot coming up. We do. We have a lot coming, coming up. up. Great guests. Great, great guests coming up. I guess. Um, lots of fun things to talk about. We're all going through the quarantine together. So yes. we want to hear from you guys. Like, tell us about your stories in quarantine. We would love mm-hmm. to hear. We'll keep sharing ours. Yeah. And right? what scares me too is that the virus is getting closer and closer. So mm-hmm. let's just hope everyone is well. Um, yes. Yes. Well and safe and stays home and takes care of themselves. Cause I think that's what we need to do right now. Yes. Very just take care about. And also our minds too, right? Minds and bodies. Right. And don't be mistaken. I mean, even things that are simple as like going on a walk outside can change your mental state, can turn the tables, if you know, so to speak. It's little things at home, picking up a book. Like, I don't even know the last time when it was I read a book. So pick up a book, hang out. But where can you find us on Instagram? On Woman on Top Official, on Instagram, and Woman on Top Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> on we Facebook. Love you guys. It's we about love to cut us off, but we, we are women, women on top. top.